We're back up in here, baby. It's been a couple weeks. I hope y'all feeling fresh because I'm feeling fresh. And this is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, a.k.a. Poppy De Chocolate, a.k.a. Coffee Black, a.k.a. Big Daddy Fresh. And I'm here again to give y'all some of this freshness. I got a guest. Got my homeboy. We met on the movie set. On the last episode, I talked about a movie, and I got to talk about it again. But we got the brother. He was born in uh, Belgium by way of Nigerian blood, by way of the Bay. We got my homeboy Steven in the building. What's happening? What's good? What's you good? can get a round of applause too. <laughs> oh, sure. this Mike, Mike talking to somebody. Oh, for no, sure. you, you can bring the whole stand closer, oh, and then that top part it'll adjust. You can you can unscrew this and then bring it out, and then you can move it to the side of it. Gotcha. Yeah, just make sure just into the mic. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? That was a good intro. I appreciate that. Thank you. All good. All good. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, unscrew this and like. Pull like the neck out so you can move it closer. Technical yeah, difficulty, folks. Don't mind me. Hold on. You want to close it? Or is that should be straight? Oh, that's good. That's good. All right, yeah, I can hear better. Hell yeah, man. How how you living today? How you feeling? No, we feeling good. We feeling good. You know, we chilling, having a nice day, had a little workout. All right. a good day. Good day. Oh, yeah, I did see something. You was, like, doing some little thing in your story. Hell, yeah. You know, doing some shoulder, doing upper body. Yeah. What were you working out at? I work out at Gold Fitness, so I won't say which one because <laughs> you know, I like my privacy. I'll feel um, that. But, yeah, no, I work out at Gold. I've uh, been doing it for about a, about a year so far, almost a year. Just okay. working out. So, Hell yeah, that's what's up. Shit, I've been busy. I ain't, I ain't, shit, I ain't hit the gym in a minute, but I've just been going hiking and everything, so I'll do that. Hey, that's been my workout. Cause like Run Your Canes is right over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a 10 minute walk. I've been going to Brawl all the time. Oh, there you go. You don't yeah. need a gym then, honestly. Well, I, I do, cause like I wanted to get into some light, light lifting, so I ended up joining like LA Fitness mm. not too long ago. But yeah, man, that'd be my little workout. And shit, my day, it was good. You know, I came home and there was some bullshit going on, and I just got finished with therapy, like oh, shit. like twenty minutes ago and shit. Okay. Yeah, I do therapy Wednesdays at three o'clock. See, that's what's up. Yeah, because that, that's why I was like, hey, can we move? Because when we was talking, you was like Wednesday three. I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I got therapy that day. Oh, we gotta respect mental health. Mental health Man. is that's key. That's life. Like a lot of people don't talk about it, or people are starting to talk about it more. But no, having. A safe place where you can process your like your daily life or any type of like trauma. Like there's so many types of trauma, and it's so like minuscule. Like uh-huh. we deal with, we see it every single day, but we're just so desensitized by it. So it's a good thing to always have some place where you can talk, where you can um, really just voice out your how you're feeling without feeling like you're being judged. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, my therapist, she was like, I want to thank you for being, like, so raw and, like, so real and, like, so honest. I'm mm. like, man, that's the only way I can be. Mm. And I told her, I was like, hey, I said, I appreciate you said that because, like, the last two bitches I had hated that shit about me. <laughs> 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 I said, they ain't liking this shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, fuck, I can only be me. And I was, like, telling her a story mm-hmm. uh, about how 
I was like, when people would like give me information and shit, mm-hmm. they was like direct. Right. And I was telling, I was like, like my little white buddies and shit growing up, they was like so sheltered, you know what I'm saying? And like when they hit like the real world, they didn't know what to do. They was lost right. because, because like mom and daddy, you know, you was walking up this little candy stripe road and now you didn't gotten into the mud. You don't know what to do. Mm. And I'm like at a young age, you know, motherfuckers was keeping it super real with me with shit. You know, and I'm telling a story about, you know, a situation, you know, that was like traumatic or whatever. I was like, but they didn't sugarcoat it. They just flat out said, hey, this is what's going on. So I was yeah. like, that's all I can be because I've got information and that's all, you know, I was raised like that and shit. Yeah. But yeah, man. But mental health is important. Keep it up. I always be honest. But one thing I learned, I was like, I'm always be myself, mm. but like my comedic side, I said, I need to separate GQ from you know, the other person, I was like, when I'm with like chicks and shit, GQ needs to be at like a five, mm. maybe a six, mm. sometimes a four. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you know, I used to be like that. I used to be like, okay, I'm going to show a different degree of myself when I'm at, like, like when I meet new people or with different uh-huh. like groups. Um, because not everyone can match my energy. And you know what? I have learned that it is okay. Yeah, man. I, I enjoy that not many people like can match my energy because I'm shit, I'm I'm just funny. Oh, that's fine. But no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. But nah, it's just like for you to de- like to I guess to wash down the of like the real version of yourself just because a lot of people can't handle it. And I mean like that's more on them than it is on you. So if they can't handle you at like at this, and it's not like anything where it's right. like, oh, this person's being aggressive or this person's being like um, abusive, all that stuff. No, you're just like being quirky. You're being honest. You're just being goofy. Like I'm a goofy motherfucker, and I'm fine with that. I right. enjoy being that. Um, do I have different sides? Yeah. Am I? Do, am I an onion? Do I have layers? Peel that <laughs> shit Peel off. That shit back. Yeah, man. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I am like that, but. You know, that I again, I enjoy the fact that I have a smaller company of people versus me trying to fake my personality between different groups because they can't handle the version of me. I don't know. So right. that's just me. Yeah. But then something that I was glad, like, me and this one chick was talking and shit, and she was like, there's things about you I don't like. She's like, I don't like that you be saying bitch. I'm like, shit, bro. That's, that's fair, though. Like, that's, 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 fair. that's fair. I was like, but I call dudes bitches, too. So I just don't be talking just about women. See, but that only works if you of the LGBT mafia, if you of the, you know, the I mean, Rainbow like, Parade. Cause like, you, my homeboys, I'd be like, yo, hey, bitch, shut the fuck up, or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Or I'd be like, yo, just do you a little punk-ass bitch, or whatever. I mean, in that context, that's, I mean, to me, that's fine. If I'm directing it to a dude, uh-huh. I'm going to call you a bitch. But, um, <laughs> but if it's to a woman, obviously, I'm not going to be like, you bitch. I'm like, hey, bitch. I'm like, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah. I feel like, but even then, like, I still have to know them before I start saying all that stuff. So I can get where she's coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I get where you're coming from. Cause right. I'm like, I say bitch. I say like, hey, girl, hey, bitch. Hey, what? How you yeah. doing? Like, you know, shit. She was like, you talk shit about women on the podcast. I'm like, bro, the podcast is not just talking shit about women. I said, I just be telling like stories or whatever. But then she was like, like, I know what you're saying. It comes from a good place. It's mm-hmm. your delivery. Mm. And that goes back to what I'm saying. Like, I just be raw with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be sugarcoating it. And she was like, but I know you're coming from a good place, but your, your delivery. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that I'm a real unorthodox person mm-hmm. and everybody's not going to take it the same way. But I'm like, I'm not lying to you motherfuckers, though. That is true, though. No, Shit, I- well, you, you want me to sweet talk and lie to you? Mm-hmm. Or you want me to keep it real and tell you the truth and be direct with it? I think it's like... What people are are expecting when they want when you 
want to be that direct because like I, I again I, I am guilty of now being very direct like I'm direct on my point um but I also come from a place of like encouragement or at least acknowledge like hey you know I just want to let you know like I appreciate you for who you are um but I am seeing this 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 you know right. what I'm saying like I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings I'm not saying this to make you feel like less of a person I'm saying this so that way we can have a better relationship yeah and that we can grow from it because if you don't grow because if we don't have these type of conversations then how do you how do you grow as a person right so it's like and it's like you know you want to be honest like people want that honesty but when you give them that honesty they be coming out of the crack of your ass and (laughs) you have to remind them that bitch you asked for this man you know what i was thinking i was like I'm about to like stop keeping it real like with women. I'm about to just start lying to these hoes like fuck it. it. It's not even just women, it's men too. Well, I'm talking about like dealing with women and shit because like keeping it real has gotten like to be too much or whatever, you know what I'm saying, for like a lot of these chicks. I'm like, I'm about to just lie, bro, just like with the whole information and shit. Well, I mean, with some some women out there, because I'm not going to say like every woman is like a woke woman. There are women out there who are not woke. There are women who will will perpetuate hyper-toxic, hyper um, toxic masculinity yeah. and then we'll say like oh you need to be more like more of a man you need to like like show show with action but then when you are when the man starts showing all nothing but aggression and action that's when you're like oh i wish you were able to talk to me more and that's where the problems happen so it's like it's very interesting when you see when you meet women who are just like oh i need you to be less emotional i don't yeah. need you to speak your feelings. I need you to show it with your actions because you're not doing it. And I can get where they're kind of coming from because that's what they've seen and that's what they have been around most of their life. They see that and they're just like, "Hey, that's type, that's a real man. That's like men who talk about their feelings. That's not that's not a real man." I'm over here like, um, "Would you rather have your man tell you how he feels or wait until y'all had divorced?" <laughs> right. And then you're just like, "Oh, he ain't shit. He ain't shit." And then you're just like, um. He tried talking to you, but you didn't want to talk about it. I would say, man, over like the last like six, seven years or some shit like that, my communication with women has been like very good. I'll be, t- I'll be saying like, look, I don't like this. I have an issue with this or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. I used to be like, just be mad and like mm-hmm. not talk to my chick for like three or four days. Like we mm-hmm. live in the same house. And mm-hmm. now I'm just like, hey, like boom, boom. I feel this way about that or whatever. So my communication has gotten like very, very good. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Let's get these shout outs going on real quick. So. I get daily analytics, and the people that listen, I like to shout them out. You know, they show me love by listening to the podcast, so I feel like I need to shout them out. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the USA, India, Germany. Shout out to Poon, Georgetown. This one, oh, shit. O-S-C-E-O-L-A. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Los Angeles, Denver, The Unknown, Ashburn, Ithaca, Louisville, Panapat, Philadelphia, Raleigh, Long Beach, Amarillo, Chicago, Concord, Aliso Viejo, and New York. Oh, shit, New York. Yeah, and as as far as the iTunes charts, I'm on the charts in Saudi Arabia and Russia. Oh, shit. Shout out to y'all. Since we've been talking about uh, relationships and, and dealing with all that, I put in my notes, man, that... I'm I'm putting a stop to my toxic ways. I was having a little toxic daddy summer and shit, but I'm ending that. I'm ending my toxic. Huh? I'm gonna need you to elaborate. You done with your toxic shit? Toxic means so many things. You it just means so (laughs) many damn things these days. You know, man. As far as I was, I uh, 
the way I handle situations, the way I speak to mm, women, mm. the the pettiness. The pettiness, man. Mm-hmm. And just, man, I just want to like go forward and just be a good motherfucker, man. I feel that. Yeah, I feel yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, I feel that because I also myself, like, I, this year has been a, a year of awakening. When you hit your 30s, yes, I am, I'm 30. I'm in my 30s. Um, I am too. I, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, but when I tell the people, they'd be like, what? And I'm just like, <laughs> bitch, I don't look that young. I mean, I look young, but come on. But anyway, um, shoot, what was I talking about? I just lost my train of thought. About uh, mm. toxic and being 30s. Ooh, let me talk about my my toxic shit. Okay. So I realized that I am emotionally unavailable. Like, I have no problem speaking on my emotions. I don't have a problem speaking on what, what the issue. But if things get too, like, intimate, like, I don't want to put myself in that situation if I know it's not going to work out or I feel like it's not going to work out. But that's it. But that's me though. That I limit my, I limit the relationship by not communicating with them and expressing to them how I feel. So it's me just cutting dry because I don't want to deal with the rejection, even though ironically, you know, I'm an actor in LA and that shit is like abundance in here. Like you get that rejection all the time, but it's just, a, it's like, okay, they say no, move on. Um, but I think it's like when you get into a relationship and you have that intimacy and then, or if you also experience like enough trauma in your life, you don't uh-huh. want to open up you're, you don't want to like put yourself through that because you're just like, Hey, like I already got hurt. So why am I going to reintroduce myself to somebody? And then like bring in all that, especially when I haven't healed yet. So right. for me, like I haven't quite, I'm not quite done healing yet. So I rather not take my, I rather not put that energy out there and like start talking to people that I may not even have any like any interest moving forward with them. So it's just you know being considerate. I understand mind. where you're coming from, yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah, man. All right, so let's talk about this movie. So yeah. I spoke on here because I did the movie. Tw- I have actually two roles in that movie. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, what? I was shocked when I got called back. So I I, I spoke on the on the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did it or whatever, and. Like a week later, I was chilling, took me a little nap. Mm-hmm. I woke up, mm-hmm. I had a missed call and a text message. I'm looking at the message, it's the casting director. It was like, hey, can you come tomorrow? You know, we would like to book you again. And I'm like, hell yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll be there. So I get there, and this time I have a bigger role, and I'm playing Santa Claus. And I have a full Santa outfit on. And, bro, that was kind of like a dream come true. Because ever since I was a little kid, I always wanted to dress up as Santa. And I, and I was like, you know what? I want to be Santa Claus for Halloween. That's what's up. Yeah. No, was, that's what's up. I, I always thought that. So I was super geeked when they was like, you're going to be a Santa. And I was like, all right. They was like, yeah, you got to go to wardrobe. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm in the wardrobe room. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this shit is legit. I'm finna get in the real Santa. So they pulling out like the the coat, the pants. So there was these one little pants. Mm-hmm. They was like, can you, can you fit these? I'm like, bro, no. These were like some little pants that... That you were in football, like for football games and shit like that. Oh, like, motherfucker, they gave me those pants too. And I was like, Oh, you had them? I almost wore those pants. I told him I was like, Yeah, I could have fit these if I was like 12 or something. Nah. So then they they got me some pants that was too big. So I had to get a big ass safety pin and pin yep. it and shit. And right before we started filming outside doing a little silhouette shit, it came undone. So I'm like, damn, all these hours now will finally come undone. <laughs> so and then you was a Santa too. So Oh no, that shit was okay. So I was actually hired as a parent. And I'm oh, over, okay. Yeah, and so when I got on set and when I saw the rest of the kids, I'm over here like, listen, these kids look older than me. <laughs> and I'm over here like, this, I'm going to be a parent. When I have them at 12? Because they ain't happening. Yeah. Um, and the director, they, the casting director, they realized because they saw me and they're just like, saw them. And it's like, 
yeah, it's not going to work. Uh, so they were like, all right, let's, put, let's make you a Santa. And I'm just over here like, bit, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, that makes more sense. I was yeah. talking an elf either. I don't care. Because I got that I got that useful glue. Yeah. So, uh, I would say, man, yo, you had like the best beard and shit. I, I had, had that one little bullshit little beard. Like, <laughs> that, that was like a baby's beard and shit. shit and I the had, mustache was going everywhere. My shit was so last minute, and yet I had the best fucking <laughs> wig and fucking beard. Oh, I forgot you had a wig on too. Are you fucking? They had. They told yeah. me they took so many shots of me fucking around with the wig because I was just like hella, like having like oh, like stiff, Wildin'. stiff bitch. Bitch, and I was like, what the fuck? But that shit was hella funny though. And then it's just like, I love how like on twelve hours there was nothing but like good, like good shit between like all of us. Like yeah. no one had an issue with us on set. Nah. Um, the director thought we were all funny. Like kept yeah, my yeah. ass till like nine thirty, nine thirty eight, nine thirty a.m. to like nine p.m. Basically, yeah I, yeah, I got there like from ten, and I left after eight. Nah, I was. But that shit was like so much waiting around. Like we was chilling for like damn near eight hours or six, between six and eight hours before they finally started to film us. I swear that's literally it. When yeah. You, when, you sit like, when you don't have any lines and you're just background, that's essentially it. You're just on Wait. stage the entire time. There was like, um, there was one time when I did get like booked for um, a pilot show. Uh-huh. It hasn't been out yet, but hey, I'm hoping for the best. Um, and I got, I had my first speaking role and I was just like, and it was funny. It was a comedic role and it was like playing on my character. And what I love about the director and the writer, he was just like, dude, put, put yourself in there. Just go for it. And I'm just like, baby, <laughs> I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna go for it. So that's, that's pretty much it. And that really just like got me juice. Like, so that's why being in that movie, that got me juice. Cause at eight years old, I was over here saying, oh, I'm going to be an entertainer like Will Smith. And then not really after like, I would say high school. Like my first sophomore year, because I did acting, um, I stopped doing acting. So I just like switched and I tried doing medical. Because that's what you know. When you got traditional Nigerian parents, it's either medical, yeah. medical, or medical. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing like I, you could say law and engineer, but they were like, nah, medical, medical, medical. That's it. Um, and so it's just wild. After that, I didn't even like try to do entertainment. I actually went. I was a, I danced for like eleven years. What kind of dance? Ballet, contemporary, modern, hip hop. Okay. And I started with hip hop first, but then I got into ballet because I was like, I'm not that flexible. And I had to hit all these levels because all the people around me were hella short. I loved them though, but they were hella short. I feel like. So I was like, I gotta hit their levels. Cause you know, if you're 6'2 and you sticking out, you're already sticking out in your crowd already on the team. So if you're not hitting that level, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? So it's like, I did that for pretty much like, 11 years, and then I moved out here. I even got my bachelor's in dancing choreography. Um, I moved out here so I can be with family. That family actually moved out, moved out of state. So, Damn. so it was just like, I'm basically like, yo, I came out here just to be with them. And then now I'm just like, I love being here now. Like, I can't see myself not li- like not living in LA. Um, shit, I now, move, bro. Shit, no, I want to. Right, I'm just like, right now it's like, LA is like it for me. But of course I wanna like, if I have to live somewhere else, it's, yeah, it's gonna be Belgium. I want to move overseas, man. So I gotta figure out where. I was thinking about Thailand, but I don't know. I might want to go somewhere else. I mean, Thailand sounds cool. It sounds fun. It sounds like they have a lot of fun out there. Yeah, bro, I, yeah, I've been. Oh, you been? A couple times. How many times? Three. Three. What? They, what you do out there? What have I? What? Uh, shit, man. I've played with tigers. I've played with elephants, swimming with them. 
was fucking bitches. I was eating scorpions, frogs, cockroaches. Whoa, 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 yeah, I'll, hold on, I'll show you the video of this. No, shit. don't show me the motherfucking video. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. That's some new trauma. Yeah, bro. I, I don't want that. Yeah, I was out there drinking, hanging out, eating street food and shit. Mm-hmm. I was going to a lot of temples. Like, shit, like a monk gave me this little bracelet right here. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. That's, that's a nice bracelet. Yeah, and then uh, this this one chick, man, she gave me this one. It's supposed to have been for like, for like good luck. She said... I'm like a godmother or something. This little bracelet. Oh, shit? Yeah. So I just be over there just hanging out and shit. Just partying. That's what's up. That's it. Hitting, hitting the beaches, man. The beaches be dope as fuck. No, I've been, I went to Malaysia, but I was like eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad was out there. He was uh, playing on, I forgot which league they were on, but whatever. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got yeah, a call. call. We got a call. Fresh podcast. Who is this and where you calling from? Is this the one and only geek? Uh, all right. Well, look, now I'm going to have to block this out because people can't be knowing my whole name. But <laughs> 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 What's happening? Damn it, bro. Now you got you you giving me extra work now because usually when I edit, all I do is adjust the volume. Now I got to go and beep this shit out. As a matter of fact, so who I, am I? I know it popped up on my phone. And this is... Matter of fact, the last time when you was on my podcast, you started giving like my address away. I had to fucking like be like, hey, 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 because you was like getting ready to tell my cross streets. I forget the rules podcast. You wild. Yeah, don't, not personal information. I thought it was a, I thought it was a gunslinger convention. So I'll go, but I get it. Now I get it. I forget. You wild, man. What's happening? I, I just I just called Terry. You're a great guy. Probably too fresh to where it's at. Thank Don't you, ever brother. forget GQ. You, uh, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. G. Hell yeah. And then um, I wish you the best uh, in your comedy pursuit. Thank I'm you. I'm sure you will kill. Yeah, man. I'm going to perform tonight. Oh, that's sweet. Well, cheers. And I hope you can live stream it. Thank you. I wish hey. you could live stream it so I can see it. Hey, hey, how, how's your boy doing, man? My, he, he just had a baby, man. How's little Jordan? He's good, man. He's good. He's, he's three months, you know, getting bigger. That's why I can't go to LA right now and wild out. You know, I have responsibilities now. Dig, dig, all good. What about your baby girl? She's good, man. She's good. She's growing up. She's very helpful. She's uh, very attentive to her little brother. So it's cool to see that, that little... Um, that little relationship kind of developed with them, but they're doing good, man. I appreciate you asking, but as soon as I come to LA, are you in Mexico right now? Nah, nah, I'm back. Oh, shit, I wish I was in Mexico. Yeah, I'm back in LA. I was like, this is in Mexico, doing the podcast, called Mr. International. Last time I talked to you, you were in France or some shit. (laughs) You know how I do, bro. It's always a, it's always a, World, uh, find Carmen San Diego with GQ. Man, I'm trying, I'm fucking trying to plot an, another trip, man. I need to go somewhere to, well, to ease my it. mind. I'm hip, I'm hip, but I'm coming here. What's up? I saw you were live. You yeah, know, I had yeah. to chime in. Hell yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah, always, no, man. Not. Oh, and two, and two, uh, I gotta text you about something. There was, remember, there was something on the website I was trying to access and it wouldn't let me, and I was gonna try to do that again to go up there. 
I think he has a call. Right. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. He yeah. Has a call. All right, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll look that number up and I'll hit him and then I'll hit you back. Five with you, Fresh. Best right. podcast in the world. My man, man. Love. Later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, love you. <laughs> That's crazy. That's my whole boy. Look, George. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> This is like probably two years, two, shit, this maybe before the pandemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this is way before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, yeah. We were talking about like Father's Day. He was like, yeah, we took my dad to this restaurant. Real close to here. Then he starts naming these cross streets. I said, like, hey, stop, 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 stop. And this is when I was doing it off of iPad, so I couldn't even edit nothing and shit like that then. Oh, shit. Yeah, now I got more fancy equipment so I can do it. But I was like, bro, you're giving up information. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's wilding. But no, people, like, they just be calling and not like, Realizing this shit. Yeah, yeah, But it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, like the Santa movie, mm-hmm. that was like dope. And then like after hours of us waiting, they're like, all right, fellas, we're going to get y'all now. And it's probably like, what, about six or seven of us? Yeah. Something like that. So we filming at the Crenshaw Mall, but we inside this little room. But we seeing like the shoppers and shit, but the window was like stained glass. So we go outside of the mall and they want us to lean up against this glass and like move around and shit and fucking like give high fives. I have I have like broad shoulders. So they were saying like, make sure you got your shoulder against the wall and move around. But they was like, don't bump the wall and shit because we can hear it and everything. And like we was doing that mm-hmm. and like people was like walking by and they was like, what the fuck are y'all doing in Santa outfits in fucking August? People were saying like, man, y'all early, ain't you? Like this one white dude, he was like, are you early or are you late? I'm like, bro, why are people getting on my fucking nerves trying to be funny and shit? You're like, like, shut your ass up. Right. I was yeah. like, you want to be on this shit? You're not that funny. But no, I was just over. No, it, it was pretty funny though. But I definitely had no problem telling people that this is a Miracle Whip commercial. Oh yeah, that's what they told us. They was like, tell them it's a Miracle Whip commercial. And I was like, come on, bro. No, no. First he said mayonnaise commercial. And then I I said, come on, bro. You got like seven black Santas, bro. We drink, we eat Miracle Whip in this motherfucker. Right. I was like, who the fuck? There's too many black folks in this shit. So why would you ever think that mayonnaise would be the condiment of choice? No, Man. no, no. It's going to be Miracle Whip. It's a hot sauce or some shit. Right. But it, it, it was funny because like we out there and I don't give a fuck. And I started roasting the shit out of people walking by. I had like, there's one. So there was a short dude. And he was with his chick and he was shorter than her. I said, hey, bro, I'm going to get you a step stool for Christmas. And like that dude was dying. Yeah, he started laughing too. But then I heard you like screaming, and I turned around and like you fell, you fell on the ground. Did I fell on the ground. Yeah, it's on video. It's was, on TikTok. Oh shit, was it really? That, yeah, y'all you gotta tag me that shit because I want to see that. I got um, you. No, that's hella funny. Um, I don't really remember much of that day to be honest. Shit. I was hella tired, but I was also like, you know, very energetic, which was like why yeah. they like pulled me in to like um to help get like reaction out of like the other like actors. Uh-huh. Um which I thought was really nice. I thought that was really cool that they pulled me in because I was like just goofing around just being me and it was like, nah, you hella funny and you know how to fall. Yeah. So you can fall, right? And I'm like, sir, I, I went to college so I can learn how to fall professionally. Um so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have fun just roasting people. I'm like, can't nobody get mad you getting roasted by Santa. If you get mad about that, then you just an asshole at that point. And you got some you got to unpack some shit because motherfucker, it's black Santa Claus. And Man, six of us. Right. One video so one that video I posted on TikTok is different clips of me just joking on people. It's like two minutes and long. And then there was another one 
But TikTok removed the sound. They said it violated terms because I was like, I was like talking shit. I was cussing or whatever. But I'm like, people be cussing on TikTok. You know, TikTok make my ass itch. They it boys, really, it really make my ass itch because I posted one video and that shit it was about to blow up. It wasn't going to be one of those like it was blown up type videos. But no, they said like I was bullying and I'm over here like, bitch, <laughs> how am I bullying? It's, I'm not even saying anything. I'm doing the voiceover. Pourquoi? Why? That's, that's that's all I have to say. TikTok has no problem like um, removing or or like banning like like you know black creators of content yeah. because I because they motherfucking racist. Because like I'll be seeing people who are but almost butt ass naked on my for you page, and I'm over here like so this yeah. isn't community guideline. I'll be saying that too. I'm like they. I think they said one of my videos was bullying. I appealed it and I won. I was like ah bitch. I not, forgot which one it was though. Now it happened to me. They did that same shit with me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna appeal this shit," and I won. No, th- th- this one I lost. I appealed it twice. I tried to upload it again. Yeah. No, I definitely tried to upload. It. And like, as you said, like, "Oh, I'm bullying." When I call, when the caption it said like, "Oh, because TikTok be taking up my content," and then literally said, "I'm bullying," and I'm just like, "Bitch, I'm bullying you, TikTok, because you be coming at me." Right. I'm just trying to be funny. Me no. too. Organically, not like oh, per, you know, I'm trying to be funny just to be ha ha, but shit. Yeah, yeah. And but, then uh, mm-hmm. on that movie, like the first time I went, it was in the morning, and they had McGriddles. They was like cold or whatever, and I ate it cold. It was a microwave. I didn't even fucking oh, want to make wait, it. Up. Hold up, they had a McGriddle. Yeah, that day. But then when I got there, they had the little vegan uh, sausage and and waffle, and there was some other little bullshit. So. I ate that or whatever because I'll be fucking with the little vegan food. Oh, but yeah. I, I was starving, and then they finally brought lunch, and lunch was like weak. I, f- I forgot what it was, but it wasn't nothing. No, it was chicken. Yeah, and some rice or some shit. Like, yeah. No, I took the veg- I got the vegetarian and I got chicken because I was just like, you know, I'm I'm here for like twelve hours, so yeah. I'm gonna get both lunch. And they had like cake and all. I didn't eat no cake. I was like, I want no sweets. But my my one little buddy had a little part, and he was like, bro, I got catered with barbecue. He was like, I took like three plates home. I was like, what? Yeah, I no. came on the weekdays. I was like, man. No, I actually did a like a ba- I did a shoot like a background. Um, I want to say like early this week. No, last week. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just doing background, and it's just I-, I can't wait for that shit to come out. It's gonna be like a really cool like photo shoot type deal. Um, but their craft was fucking insane. Uh-huh. Like when I tell you, they had all the fucking snacks. Damn. They had like pocket those like those little like that stick where you like that's covered with the, either a chocolate or vanilla. Oh, okay, vanilla. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, oh, had that. yeah. they had that. They had um, they had jalapeno chips. I Damn. have never been on set and they had a jalapeno chip. And then they also this lady, this old like Ita- this old Italian lady, she was so sweet. She like made these egg sandwiches with Hawaiian bread, but like Hawaiian bread. Damn. And when I tell you that I was about to marry this woman and be like, listen, I'm gonna need you to break up with your divorce your husband. <laughs> let, me, let me marry you. Let me take care of you. Because yeah. you're feeding me. I asked for coffee and she asked me, What we, what temperature? Would you want a hot or do you want an ice brew? I'm like, ice brew? Damn. I'm like, yo. And then for lunch, they were just like, oh, like you they were gonna like order out. Um, it was really nice uh, Mediterranean food, and god damn it, like, it was bomb-diggity-tastic, and they were very on top of it, so I was, like, very impressed with them, um, but that was, like, one of the best craft I've ever had, actually, no, I lied, that's top, that's top, at least top three, this, like, the other one was when I worked at a middle school, okay, um, this one when I was working as a behavioral instructor, because, you know, and if you don't know what that is, you know, that's, like, um, you're working with kids one-on-one, 
um, who have autistic, who have, um, who's autistic. Okay. So you're pretty much making sure that you're targeting their goals and making sure that like they are, like if they're not responsive, like they don't like to talk, your goal is to make sure that they talk. Okay. Yeah. So I worked at a middle school and you know, they would like occasionally they would have like, um, they'll shoot movies out there. And at first, I, it was taking me back because I had just moved to L.A. And so I'm just like, oh, shit. Um, and then I see, like, they have crafties. I was, like, out there. And I'm just over here, like, so I'm not on the craft. I'm not on the crew. I'm not anything, but I'm the teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm an adult. At this, I'm an adult. So I'm going to go. And some of the teachers actually went and got those shit. Uh-huh. Um, so we definitely got on there. And when I tell you that their spread was immaculate. Damn. Like, they had omelets. They had French, like, they had French toast. They had Belgian waffles. Damn. I'm over here like they had the potatoes that had me like almost like screaming because I was just like, "Bruh, what is this?" Bruh. And they had fresh squeeze, like fresh squeezed orange orange juice, like every t- every type of juice was fresh as hell. And I'm just like, yeah, "Put me yeah. on this." Um, them them fucking studios and shit. They got the big budgets for that. Yep. But did you see in that room they had other little snacks and they said that was just for the crew. And all our shit was on that little punk ass table outside. Oh, I didn't fall down. I definitely went into that room. Yeah, I, yeah, I did eventually because I walked in there and some chick was like, "No, that's just for the crew." I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I know you lying. Come on now." And yeah. I'm, I'm like, "Listen, if you're gonna have us there more than eight hours, right? You're gonna have, you're gonna need to feed us correctly." Some, oh yeah, they, they had Twizzlers and and bags of pret and a little sandwich bag of pretzels. Actually, those were vines. Vines. Oh, vines. oh shit. Those were vines. People I, got them mixed up. Though. I, I, I don't like either one of them. So shit. So I oh I did I fucking destroyed those things. <laughs> but like no like that's the type of shit that I never really quite understand because you know even if you're doing background at work you should still be fed correctly right. and be taken care of because you're taking the time out of your day. Um, to be on this set. Granted, like, yeah, like, the actors, the main cast are important, but you also need the background actors. Otherwise, you just see the main actors just, you're just getting those shots of them, and you're just like, that's kind of boring. Yeah, like, yeah. sometimes, like, the background actors are kind of funny. You just kind of see that shit. Um, especially when the, like, when the directors give, like, background actors, like, lines. Like, hey, uh-huh. like, have, like, have a reaction to these type of things. That's fucking great. Because I, I had a moment like that where I got booked to do background acting for a commercial for a Fuji uh, Fuji film commercial. Okay. And so um, I'm I'm juiced. I'm excited. I get into wardrobe. I did the whole COVID test, like the on-site COVID test, you yeah. know. Um, and you know we're about to go on set. We're about to get like queued up to go on to the set, and then just like get ready. Um, the director sees me because I was on the director chair trying to take pictures because, you know, that's how you do. <laughs> say. Um, and so at first I thought to myself, oh, this person going to kick me the fuck out um, because I was taking pictures. But she was just like, hey, uh, one of our actors backed out. Can you speak? Can you say this line? And I, as soon as she said that, I turned around and I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, I can. <laughs> What's the line? And she was like, can you read? I'm like, oh, is it true that you only have eyes for a GFX system camera? Yeah, yeah. I still remember that line. So that's what I'm saying. So you never know when you're a background actor because they might just pull you in and just say, hey, we need you to do this. So that's why for like, if you're going to go into background acting, make sure you are also taking acting classes. You're doing some type of training, some type of coaching. Um, it's only going to benefit you. Like if you already have like performance background, like you're a dancer, like especially like contemporary ballet dancers, um, which are very expressive. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm um, not saying that hip hop isn't expressive too, but like when it's concert style, like you have to be expressive. Um, 
that helps, but also being able, again, taking that acting class, it's going to help you, especially if it's like for film or like on, on camera. If it's just like you're trying to do on play, that's a little bit different, a little bit more of a different technique, but for the most part, yeah. And also like observation, like watch the actors that are really excelling and see how they're acting because right. of like taking the class is one thing, but being able to observe and take out like the the great part about them and leave out the part that like, uh, you know, like take that back. That's, that's what's going to make you succeed. Hell yeah. Uh, did you know phase on love? That was his movie that we was doing. He's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, I really didn't know. I really don't know what I'm in until I actually show up there. And then yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's a bigger deal. Yeah. Oh, I really should post that. <laughs> um, I was on, what was it? I background for Eric Billinger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I did like um his uh what was the song Shine on the World? I know of him. I don't know his music though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like and exactly, I know of him, but I didn't know his music either. And when I like got when I got the final cut and everything, people were like, "Oh my god, you were on that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's some good shit." And I'm over here like Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I'm not like I'm not appreciative of, of like those opportunities. It's just a lot of time to me, like these are just normal people to me. And I was like, my dad, you know, when he was still around, like he was pretty big too, like an in international. So for me, it's just like, I kind of grew up with a celebrity most of my life. So it's just like, it's not, it's just, it's just a person. I'll tell you. That's shit. Like that's pretty much it. Yeah. I was shit. I wanted like to see Faze. I thought we was going to have like a scene with Faze on, but mm -hmm. the first time I went, it's going to be a scene. It's going to look like I have a scene with him, mm -hmm. but he wasn't even there. Oh shit. Okay. And shit. Okay. Yeah. So like that'd be straight, but. I was like, I wonder if he was going to be there. Like, when I pulled up, instead of a sled, there was, like, a little red drop top. Did you see it out there? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so when I when I pulled up, they was actually outside filming, and there was, like, a big dude in the car, and I was looking. I was like, is that Faison? But it was somebody else. Yeah, yeah, And then someone said that Faison was there, but I never saw him. But I know a few weeks ago he had posted from the set when he got his little Santa shit on talking about Santa games coming soon and shit. I'm over here like, let me just know which network is going to be on so I can absolutely boast the shit out I heard of it. Hulu. Oh, it's not going to be on Hulu? That's, look, that's what I heard. I don't know the amount of truth to it, but that's what I heard. Listen, if you see a, if you see a Santa with really good, a good white wig and a really good beard, that's me, baby. And if you that's see a Santa me. with dreads, that's me. I made sure to have my hair down. I'm, a, I'm about to be like, I'm finna have, be the dreaded Santa. Right. At first, I was kind of upset because, not saying I wasn't really upset that they asked me to dress up as Santa. Um, because I knew like that would just cover my face, but at the same uh, time, like I know my personality. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sure people yeah. know who exactly who I am. That's one of the reasons I put my hair down. I'm like, so that y'all know, like that's me. But I was like, on my first scene, you can see my face and all that. Yeah. So I was like, cool, because I was like, I'm like, why would they call me back? Because my character got eliminated at the very beginning of the movie. Oh shit, really? But yeah. Oh shit. So 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 the so the movie is. Faison is a mall Santa, and they're mm. trying to find the next one. Right. So I was trying to, I was like one of the contestants trying to be the next mall Santa, and you had to like dig like through this like little crate to get an outfit, but they didn't have one for me. So they was like, you're going to be the one who get eliminated. So it was me and this other dude. So we get eliminated and shit, got to do like the walk of shame in front of everybody and all that. Bruh, yeah. I'm so mad that they didn't hit me up sooner because I know damn well they would have been like, in love with this shit yeah no because it was just fun that like it honestly like the crew was all set and that was honestly yeah. the first time i was on a crew or like the cast was like majority of you know my folks yeah. um because i just seen like this i seen like a white lady and her her son 
And then there was like another like random white chick or whatever. Yeah, and I was just like, and there, there was some white people in the, in the crew and shit. Yeah, yeah, a, and they were chill too. But I was just like, you know, I kept thinking of like um, shit, Cat Williams for some reason. I'm like, that's not my, that's that's not my white baby. That's not my that that baby over there. That might be mine. Um, but that white baby, that's a white child. Um, and, and I'm just over here like, who who child does belong to? Because I know. I'm playing again. I was originally playing as a parent, so I'm just like trying to figure out which child's mine. Right. Because again, all these kids look like they definitely much older. They much Man. older, and I'm just like, who are we fooling? I look like they're like older brother that just came back from college or something. Hell yeah. So I want to start getting more into acting again and shit. This is like the third movie I didn't did. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm about to start taking it more serious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have fun and mm -hmm. shit. I'm like, hell yeah. So. And I got to get some new headshots. I got a professional camera. I just got to get one of my people just to take some pictures of me or whatever. And then, you know, edit them up. And, yeah. Oh, I got you. I can take the shot. Oh, uh, yeah. No, my, my bad. I, I my, my, like, my, my camera right there and shit. I, I really just sound like I, I'm going through puberty right now. Yeah. yeah, I got you. I can take the picture. But, yeah, no, Yeah, because I was like, shit, I got to take the picture. I pose is it a couple of looks and shit so I can start, like, submitting that. No, same. I also need to do that because, like. Oh, shit, I, I'll take the picture. I got the camera. Right. See, this is this is what you do in LA, guys. This is the right way to like to collaborate. You need help, you help each other out. Don't be dicking around and be like trying to sabotage people because like you think you're not going to get opportunities. Mm. You're only not you're only not going to get opportunities if you don't put yourself out there and if you're again you're fucking around and you're causing bad karma for yourself. Just don't do it. It's it's don't do Hell it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Oh, they got breaking news. Vanessa Bryant wins the Kobe death uh, photo against the cops. 16 million. Oh, shit. Wait, she won 16 million? Yeah. 16. Yeah. Can I have that money? <laughs> can you can you donate to the to the poor Negro pro program? I Man, um, be struggling over here, boy. I mean, we about to hit a what? Another recession? Another rece another recession. Y'all, I just want to let you know, I have lived through now three or what, four recessions? That's too many. I remember like two or three, something like that. That's yeah. too many. Like, I graduated from like 08 and had to deal with that bullshit. And then people still be thinking, oh, well, you should be succeeding. I'm like, oh, we were in a recession, motherfucker. I, no, nobody was really doing that well. Man. So. Crazy shit. Be crazy shit. I want to give a, a shout out to two of my homegirls, C and Fi. I've had them on a podcast before on the episode Thug Tears. Those are two of my little homegirls, man, in Thailand. C is like my best friend in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And like, man, like they real cool. Like, they got your back. Mm. So, man, hey, girls, I know y'all little punk asses don't even listen to this shit for real, but y'all my peoples, man. And thank y'all. Like, I be like maintaining friendships with motherfuckers like overseas and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but like, damn, like, like we were, like I've I've known C probably like almost like three years. Mm -hmm. I've known five for like almost a year and shit. But like man, we look real close. We got like little group chats. Like be talking like damn every day and shit. And it's like we all be struggling. Mm. Like all, we all be struggling and shit. And like some of us will be going like do the same issues. Yeah. And like man, we be there like supporting the shit out of each other, man. Shout out to my home girls. We gonna we gonna party one day. I don't know when, but. We gonna party one day soon and shit, man. Y'all my peoples. I had to give y'all a little shout out. That's what's up. That's what I love because like being able to build a bond. And I like that you brought that up because um, this past weekend I got to work at a KCon, which was like, what's KCon? KCon's like 
basically Korean, oh, okay. Korean um, oh, like convention, um, but beauty products and like lifestyle, fashion, food. Um, their food was bomb. Shit, I bet. I lived in Korea when I was a little kid. Oh yeah, really? The picture, right, oh, yeah. right I, there. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, Korean. wait, <laughs> like, that's, no, that's what's up though. They were, it was such a great experience, and they were just like they enjoyed my presence. I was very animated because i was just like helping out i was uh what was i doing i was basically like making sure like people were game prizes like you did the scavenger hunt type thing and then you come back with all these points these stamps because you visit all these vendors um and a lot of these vendors are really freaking great like they have a lot of great products which i like they, okay. i got a sample so if you ever go if you're here like kcon you want to get some products what was it at? It was at uh, the convention center. Okay. Yeah, so, like, look that up because there was a lot of great product, which, like, you're not going to find it here in the U.S. Or you or they're, just, like, eventually trying to bring it here to the U.S. So, it's, like, you definitely want to check out the product. And plus, like, there was opportunity to win, like, concert tickets. It was it was a really fun event. Like, I enjoyed working there. I kind of lost my voice because, like, you know, a lot of the girls and the, and the, and the guys and the gays and the days were kind of losing their mind for, like, one group, which was, like, in Hyphen, which is, like, a new, like, Okay. K-pop group. Uh, that K-pop should be big, man. Be. They be supporting the shit out they artists, right. man. <laughs> no, it was crazy. Like, the amount of people that literally ran in the door, I was like, damn, these fans are dedicated. Because I'm out here like, I ain't going to run for nobody. I'm about to start doing K-pop, <laughs> goddammit, boy. Get rich as fuck. One thing I do like about, like, the Asian culture or Asian, like, businessmen and shit them motherfuckers will pay you. They not going to, like, try to fuck you up. They going to pay your ass probably more than what the fuck you worth. That's why I'm trying to get in business with the Asians. Because they are not stingy with the fucking money. No, because, like, if you do a good job and you did the job well, no, nah, because they were over here like, yeah, wait, we want to pay, like, we're, we're going to make sure we're going to pay you, like, on time, like, everything. Like, they were so great about it. They were just like, hey, we're going to reimburse you for your, um, if you have to pay for a parking ticket, things like that. I'm like, Okay, I'm down for that. Um, but like I said, like you do the work, you and also if you just be, you know, yourself for the most part. If you have a good energy, good positive vibe, then you know you'll do well in any place. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So, at least in entertainment, everywhere else people come out of crack your ass if like if you have high energy. But entertainment field, if you're working with like kids, having that high energy, that's like really gonna like make you succeed in life. So. Hell yeah. On here, we have a a segment or a little thing that we do called Bury Him in the Grave. Mm -hmm. And that's when somebody's being a fuck boy or a fuck girl. We have a thing called the Petty Pistol, and we <laughs> shoot them with petty bullets to get some sense into them. So when they go to sleep and they wake up, they won't be the same stupid motherfucker they was when they went to bed. See, I feel like I, I could do that. Could do that, but this person is not gonna get it. Okay. Oh, I'm not giving it to them. I'm giving it to somebody else. Oh, okay. Right, no, I'm right. giving it to somebody else. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, the petty pistol is in no way, shape, or form meant to physically harm anybody. Right. Oh, I hate. I have to fucking say this shit. Goddamn dick sucking police and shit. At the Fresh Podcast, we have no interest in killing or shooting anybody. This is for entertainment. The petty pistol and the petty bullets is fake. So y'all eat a dick and leave me the fuck alone. But there's a mother and daughter that has to be buried. Nan mm. and knee. Mm. You are some punk ass little bitches. One, the mama, you fake as fuck. Mm -hmm. You ain't shit. Mm -hmm. The daughter, you a hoe too like your mama. Mm -hmm. Guys want to say, fuck you bitches. Eat a dick and die slow. I know. Damn. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Now, 
<laughs> Look yeah, at his face. <laughs> you, can't, you had to see my face because I just was like, God damn. But now listen, no one is exempt from getting buried. I have buried myself. I have buried Turbo. Mm. I have buried my friends. I've mm. had guests, people on here. I'd be like, oh, you got to get buried for that. And they take it. Damn. And it's all jokes and shit. But some motherfuckers be trying to flip my words and try to make it seem like I'm doing malicious shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck y'all. And that's L.A., really. That's really majority of people in L.A. They will nah, come. That's, that's the law. That's not. Matter of fact, motherfucker uh, Sean McPartland from the LAPD. Motherfucker, you bury your crack ass crack. I'm sick of your motherfucking ass. Leave me alone, pussy. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yep. God damn. Anybody, bro? You saw how ruthless I was with the jokes at the mall. That was. That, I'm giving it up. That was delicious. On that <laughs> shit. Was, <laughs> yes. Um. No. It was just fun. It was great seeing like the people's reaction, and they were like laughing about it. Yeah. Because you know it's funny because you're getting clowned by <laughs> by a black Santa in Crenshaw Mall during fucking the month of August. Man. Like if that doesn't make you laugh, I don't know. I, there's something again. There's a lot to unpack from that if you cannot laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. And like people was like stopping staring at us. They was taking pictures and videos and shit. I was posing and everything. Right. I was, I was living it up. You was too. Hell yeah. I was over here because I, again I had the best wig, best beard, and I was like I was looking good in that damn suit. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to take that shit out. I was like, man, I'll steal this shit from the motherfuckers, man. Right. I was like trying to ask, like, hey, can I keep the wig at least? Because that wig, again, was popping. I got a storm <laughs> costume at home. Now I'm ready to bust that out for Halloween. Oh, but, shit. Um, but no, like, I, I really, again, I enjoy being on a project that's, like, comedy-based. Like, as much as I would love to do a drama and be, like, you know, that dramatic motherfucker, um, I also love, be, I, or, you know, or being that, like, funny sidekick. That's who I want to be. Because, you know, who, like, the people who are the funny sidekick are the people who end up doing fucking well. Yeah, like, man. Who, and the prime example is um, Brian O'Dillon. From, like, he was, like, on the show called T- Brian O'Dillon. I don't know him. Yo, he was on, like, Maze Runner. Uh, but he started, like, in uh, Teen Wolf. Okay. And he was like the best friend, but he was a sarcastic best friend. And you know them fuckers, they are funny <laughs> as hell. So I'm over here like, and I see how this trajectory, he's like going pretty well. Um, and I see the like, you know, the main star, like, and I'm just like, okay, he's doing well, but he's not doing like as like as many bookings because like they saw him as main cast or main, like main, like lead role energy. Yeah. Um, so he didn't have too many of the funny quips or the, or they didn't give him like lay it up for him so where he can be funny too. So it kind of like shot him in the foot a little bit, but at the same time, like you know, he's still doing well. Um, but Brian O'Dillon's kind of doing better, so it's like shit. Hell yeah, I feel it. Uh, fuck. Oh, so I've been doing this, the comedy, you know, I talked about, mm-hmm. and I was riding a little high, man, because that Sunday we did the movie. I was feeling good about that, mm-hmm. and then that next day mm-hmm. I went to a club and like did good. Mm. And there was a there was a larger crowd there, and I kind of fumbled on one little thing. You really couldn't tell. I repeated a line twice, and right. I shouldn't have. But other than that, man, it was good. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because the first time I went up there, I couldn't perform because they stopped it because like the AC was having issues, and it was like a smoke. And then when I went back up there, it was closed. Oh shit! So then when I was up there, there was uh, I've been going to places like where comics go to work out their material and shit. Okay. And so some are, some other places they say it's a comedy club, but not really. But this was an actual comedy club and shit. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I finally get to get on the stage. And man, like, I did real good and shit. So, like, I sat in the front. So I had my camera, I had that camera and my phone recording it and shit. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was getting 
the reactions from the crowd and mm. shit, a lot of laughs and everything. Mm. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And when I was looking back at it, I was like, man, I was talking too fast. I need to slow it down because when they were laughing, I kept going. I should have paused a little bit mm. so everybody could hear the laughs and shit and keep going. But yeah, man, I did good, man. I was like, hell yeah. And it was probably like 20-something motherfuckers in there. Yeah. And it was it was comics, and then there was other like just people just there. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm gonna probably I'm gonna hit that little spot up Friday. And I'm going to go to a new place today in Hollywood. So hopefully there's a crowd, mm. a bird. You know, I'm going to take my camera and everything. So I was like, if there's a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, that's what I want. Because I don't want to post a video and, like, there's, like, eight motherfuckers and shit. And, mm. like, six of them are laughing, like, consistently. I'm like, nah, I need to be a larger crowd of people and shit. Right. So hopefully there's a good crowd of people. I do good. And then I can put it up online. Oh, yeah, yeah. And see that. So I got, like, a little 10-minute bit that I did. And, yeah, man. So I'm, I've been listening, going over a lot to see. I'm like, all right, this joke, I was getting a lot of laughs with this one. I'm like, all right, maybe I need to spruce it up right here, mm -hmm. you know, because I went maybe like almost a minute or so without like a laugh. Right. Because some, some motherfuckers were saying, oh, you, you need to make sure you get laughs like every 15 seconds and shit or like 30 seconds. I'm like, like shit, but like, I'm I do sorry. storytelling and shit. You know what, what the I'm saying? Fuck? That's like that's like saying like, you know, that whole 15 minutes going to be a drunk driver type shit. That's not going to happen in like... For comedy, yeah. I mean the set. I mean, like it just depends on the story, and even then, so like it's people have the process to joke. So right. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm a comic. I know like I know what to do like when I'm on stage when I'm on stage or whatever. But it's just like being able to like make the story relatable, where it's like funny, and also like how you deliver it. That's a big thing. Yeah. So like. I make people laugh, but that's because, you know, I got that range of voice. Cause I'm just like, bitch, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, bitch, what? Wait, what? So I'm like, you know, I have those like range and that's like, you know, a lot of people don't have that range too. So it's like, you know, it's buying your range. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm gonna go today. Mm -hmm. I, I think the place is called LA school of comedy or some shit. They do open mics on Monday, Wednesday and Fridays. So I'm gonna go see what it's like. Hopefully man, there's a crowd of people up here today and, I can do what I do, so. I mean, it should be. I mean, like, L.A. getting expensive, so it's a lot of, you know, cheap things to do out there nowadays. Yeah. So. It's free. Shit, if you, if you ain't got nothing to do, you can roll up there. It's around the corner. It ain't far. Oh, shit. Right on. Yeah. Um, right on, man. No, like, I would say, damn. So how did you get into all this? How did you get into stand-up? Man, motherfuckers have been telling me, like, my whole life, uh, you just naturally funny and shit. Mm -hmm. And I've always liked stand-up and I always thought about doing it. But I really didn't know really how to do it like that. And I, mm. I, I always thought it was just like writing just jokes and shit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got older, I started like watching different people. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers are telling stories. Yeah. And for years, like if something would happen to me or whatever, I'd be telling people and they would be laughing. And I was like, I would get mad. And they're like, look, I'm not laughing at you. But the way you are describing and saying this is hilarious. And it took me, like, some years to, like, really understand that. And I'm like, hold on. People, multiple people have told me this who don't even know each other. Mm -hmm. Maybe they right. Mm -hmm. And, like, I fucking, over the years, I've called therapists, like, laughing. I'm saying little shit. Like, <clears throat> and I was like, I heard your ass laughing, but I'm used to it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. Because you're just, like, when you're naturally funny and you make people laugh, and but you're trying to have that serious moment, like, you know, like, I, I really am trying to, like, yeah. be honest with you about something because I'm actually upset. That's when it's just, like... Oh, and yeah. it's just like, and then it becomes a problem because, like, when you start like vocalizing issues, and you suddenly went from like the funny guy to the I'm gonna be serious, like I'm serious about shit. Then it's like it, it turns into a whole different shit. They all flip the script, and you're just like, 
I'm still the funny guy. I just have boundaries, motherfucker. What right. you think? Um, and that's what a lot of people don't really understand. Like, it's intersex or intersectionality. You know, you can still be funny, but you can still let people know, hey, you come out of the crack of your ass, I'm going to drive your ass to all <laughs> nine corners of hell, bring your back, you bring your ass back from hell just so I can clear your ass again. Yeah. So, that's how, yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, just, you know, just read a bitch sometimes. So like, sometimes you just got to read a bitch. That's right. Clearly. And when I say bitch, I'm meaning like in a, you know, in an all-inclusive, you know, My everybody, man. right, at this moment. you Again, they come at you, read them. Hell yeah. But yeah, like for the last year or so, I was really thinking about getting into it. And one of my friends is Roy, uh, Roy Wood Jr. from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's been on the podcast and shit. Okay. And almost a year ago, he was, he did like a little pop-up show. He was working on material for his special and shit. And I went to it and I was like, yeah, I, was like, I really need to like get into this and start doing it and shit. Mm-hmm. And probably back in like, Beginning of the year, February, something like that, I started like making little notes, mm. or, like like little funny shit or whatever. And then back in March, I started writing mm. and shit. I was looking at all like all these little notes and ideas, and I started writing. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to just come up with these funny ass fucking stories and shit and just tell it. So I started taking like real personal experiences. Mm. Others is an experience of, of, of somebody else. So I just using like a mixture of things and shit, you know, what I went through, what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. what, what I know, like know my other people's is going through, but I'm making it like my own. Mm-hmm. So like when you hear it, you're going to think like, this is about me, but some of the little shit I've been saying ain't even about me. Right. And I like, I was, I did, I was doing it for like strangers and they were like, Hey, this is a real story. You know what I'm saying? Like it was funny as shit. Like mm-hmm. this is real. And I was like, uh, you know, some of the stuff that I say is real, and then others was just wrote to make it sound funny. Mm-hmm. But like a magician, I'm not gonna tell you what part is real and what part ain't. Exactly. And I know some like upcoming jokes that I'm gonna do. That there's gonna be some people questioning and shit. I'm like, and I, all I'm gonna say is going forward, any jokes that I do, if you ask me what's true and what's not. Like a magician, he does not reveal his secrets. Mm. I'm not telling nobody. Right. I don't give a shit who you are, how right. long I've known you. I'm not saying shit. Right. The mysterious, the mystery will live on. You know, maybe in 20, 30 years, I'll be like, ah, you know, this was this. But for right now, I'm not telling none of y'all motherfuckers what's real and what's not. You're just going to have to guess on yourself. And if, you know, and if you're really, really thinking that, that means I did a good job of telling this story. Mm. But, yeah, I'm excited, man. So to do that. I've been working on this one joke for almost a month now. Mm-hmm. Just want to get that perfected and then put that out and then another one. Cause I was like, I don't want to fucking try to memorize multiple ones at one time. Let me get this one down pat. And I just wrote another one yesterday. And some of the places that I went to, they only give you like five minutes. Mm. I like to go to a place that give you 10. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I need to start writing some little shorter jokes. I wrote like a one today, but I haven't uh, recorded myself or nothing like that. To see the time, but yeah, I'm excited, man, to see like where this goes. I have a real good feeling about it. But some of this shit, man, makes me nervous. Right. What makes you nervous about it? <sighs> I've seen three dudes, three black guys mm. that said they've been doing this for like 30 years or, or 20, 30 years and have achieved nothing. Mm. The first time it was the first time I ever did stand up. I went to the spot and it was a black dude. And I'm sitting, like, on this side. They had, like, some of the fold-up chairs, and he's on this side. And he mm-hmm. was like, did you perform? Right. I was like, no, not yet. He was like, you going to? I was like, yeah. So 
I went up. I was the last one. Mm-hmm. So when I got off the stage, you know what I'm saying? he gave me a little pound or whatever. He's like, oh, you a storyteller type comic. I'm like, yeah. So I was like, you know, can you give me some like tips, pointers? You know, he was like, probably just more punchlines, you know what I'm saying, to keep, you know, the laughs going. I was like, cool. So I said something and I was like, I, I don't remember if I told him or, or, or he asked me, but I was like, yeah, bro, this is my first time doing stand up ever. And the look that he gave me was like shocked. He was like, I thought you had probably been doing this for, you know, a little bit, not long, long, but I thought you'd been doing this for a little while. Right. I was like, no, nah, bro, this is my first time ever performing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, in front of strangers and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, if Cuz was shocked, then I was, I was doing something good. And I felt like I was yeah. doing good. It could have been better and shit. Mm-hmm. So he, me and him talking, he was like, yeah, I've been trying to do this for like 20, 30 years. I'm still at it. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I went to another club and there was this old dude. He was not funny at all. And he said he'd been doing this for like 30, 40 years and ain't made nothing. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, he said he's not funny at all. No, so he was that, not. That, so oh, that kind man. of, damn. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. And then mm-hmm. the spot that I went to the other day when I did real good, there was this OG. He is fucking toenails and his fingernails is pain. I was like, that threw me off. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then he was, he gets on fucking... He gets on stage. He has a portable speaker. He puts a speaker off the stage on this little table. Mm. It's playing Roddy Rich, uh, high fashion. Right. He leaves the speaker on the whole fucking time. He's talking over the music. Yeah. And and the the, the, the fucking portable speaker is up at the highest fucking. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm sitting there trying to listen to what the fuck he's saying, but I'm also singing the song too. See, that's where it's a problem. You can't have music and comedy together like that. I've or, never saw nothing like that. I mean, like, I think, I mean, maybe, not maybe at, like, full volume. That doesn't make no motherfucking sense. It, 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 it should be off. The only thing that we should hear is your voice. Right. Right. No, so, exactly right. No, because, like, who did I meet? Who did I meet? Because this was, like, again, this is when I first met, or uh-huh. right, when I first moved to L.A., uh, so I was working a whole bunch of different jobs because I was just, like, trying to figure out, like, can I kind of balance the both of it? Uh, day job and like trying to pursue my shit. Um, so I worked at Didn't Phone. What's that? At the Taiwanese restaurant. Okay. Over in Century. And I'm not going to lie. If I, I should have stayed a little bit longer. If I if they didn't have to charge, if I have to pay for parking, which was like the most oh, athletic part. That. And that shit was a hundred a month. A oh, hundred a month. No. However, did I see and meet a bunch of celebrities within the first freaking like day going in there? I was fucking. You said yeah. Century City? Yeah. Oh um, man, I have a, Oh, good memories in my teenage years in Century City. Yeah, and I saw Ali Wong. Okay. And I was just like, and she was hella, I think, like, when I saw her, she was, you know, she already had her kid, cause she, but she was still, like, it was hella funny. She kind of wallowed a little bit because she tried to get her kids, but it was just, again, she's just funny. Like, I didn't have to say, she didn't have to say anything to me or say anything to her, anybody, but I was just like, this woman is naturally funny. I'm just, like, trying not to laugh. Yeah. Um, and who else did I see? I met, no, I saw, like, Drake and Josh. Okay. Drake and Josh, you know that TV show? Yeah, yeah. I never watched it, but I know you're talking about it. <laughs> no, nah, but I was just like, cause there's like some beef with them, apparently. Like when at the time when I saw them, there was like already some beef and they like kind of were like making up. And so at first, like I like at first like they come in like first um I'm like setting table because I was like what job I had to do. And so I get a call, I get like this intercom message like saying like it's is that like Josh Peck? Is that Josh Peck coming in? And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm over here holding my plate of like with like train shit, and I'm like turning around slowly, slowly, like trying not to be so like obvious. And I'm just like, yes, I can confirm, I can confirm that Josh Peck he's sitting in my section over in blah blah blah. blah. Uh-huh. And so I'm just like, and he's with his wife, and I'm just like, oh, I was like at the time she was pregnant, so I'm just like, 
oh, that's cute. They're having like a little dinner date or dinner date or whatever, a lunch date. Um, but they're like sitting on the four seater. So I'm just like assuming like, is this going to be them too? And then like after they sat down, I'm just thinking to myself, you know what would be perfect if fucking Drake showed up and they just had like a fucking hug me, brother. And I shit you not, five seconds later, this man swoops up behind me and was fucking hugs like Josh. And I'm just like, hug Damn. me, brother. Because that was like their <laughs> catchphrase. And I'm just like... And I was just like, God damn, I wish I could take a picture right now. But, you know, it was frowned upon to do that shit. And All also, right. like, would you would you like having, like, your, like, waiter or your server fucking, like, taking a picture of you when you're, like, trying to eat food or talking, like, and I mean, afterwards, I'll be like, yeah, we can do it afterwards and shit. Yeah, like, afterwards, but, like, not, like, as soon as you get in there. So, right. so it was, like, it was cool working there. But, of course, like, you know, um, restaurant job and then paying, like, like again, $100 for parking. Um, that is, that's not for me. That's me spending more money for parking. That's absurd. So I would rather just work at a job that I don't have to worry about that shit. Hell yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. But oh, but that old dude, he wasn't funny either. And he was like, yeah, I'm working out some material for a tour I'm going on. I'm like, who the fuck is paying you and who the fuck is coming to see you? Yeah, he wasn't funny at all. Oh, the, the funniest thing he said, he said his whole name. And he was like, my initials are A-N-A-L, anal. So he kept making anal jokes and shit or whatever. That's sad. But, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, like some of these people, man, I'd be like, damn, they fucking suck. So I was like, I know I'm really getting, uh, getting ready to get up here and kill. And one thing that I like is, like, I got my shit memorized. Mm. And a lot of them folk, they be going up there with their phone or they have notebooks. But, but this is where comics go to work out material and shit. Oh, I don't give a fuck. You better have that shit memorized. Your jokes should be funny. You should be able to memorize that joke. Yeah. I mean, shit, some of it, it'd be like shit that they just fucking wrote or whatever. But, like, this is like a comedy gym where you're just working out material. But I don't like doing that because I want to, I don't know. I just, I, I go into this shit and I act like it's a fucking Netflix special. Like, I got to go out here and perform, like, to the top. As you should. Yeah. So, As I'm like, should. I want my shit memorized. And then, like, you having to read, that takes away from your time. Whether you got five minutes or ten minutes, you glancing over the shit, that's taking away from the time. Right. So it, the like, story uh, should be, like, the, your jokes should be, like, relatable. It should be something that already, that should be fresh in your head. Like, you know that whole, like, um, TikTok sound when it was um, Dumbo Homicide and all that shit? The TikTok? No, nah, what was that? What it is like, that like? No, it was like, damn, Dumbo Homicide. Like, that shit. No, I remember that. You don't hear that? I was uh-huh. like, it was from some reality show, and these girls was like, I think this girl was like talking about how she had to have, a, like, you know, an abortion. Um, that's not a joke, though. That's not funny. Um, but she was, like, saying, like, you know, she, it was twins. It was twins and all that stuff. And then some random chick in the in the crowd was saying, like, damn, Dumbo Homicide. And I was just like, and the girl turned around like, bitch. And I'm just like, nah, I was in the same thing, too. Damn. But, like, no, but that was, like, that sound was, like, the butt of, like, hella jokes. And they used that shit, like, Dumbo Homicide. So, like, so for me, like, you know, I'm black. I'm, like, I'm an immigrant. I'm queer. And it's like, shit, that's not a Dumbo Homicide. That's a fucking mass mur- like, murder right there. <laughs> so I'm just like, um, and being able to say shit like that, be able to pull jokes and be able to repurpose it. Because I'm just like, again, I have three trifecta. My ad, that is not a double homicide. That is a goddamn massacre. So, I mean, shit. So to be able to pull, pull stuff like that, I think that's like, if you're able to make jokes, that's already a joke already, but you're able to tie that joke into your own life story, then you already won. You mentioned a queer. Did you hear that Tevin Campbell came finally came out as gay to the public? Yeah, I heard about that, but the comments behind that was just like, 
For what? I didn't see nothing bad. What were they saying? No, they were just like saying like, oh, but we all knew that. We all knew oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, everybody knew that shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. people knew that shit, but at the same time, like, bitch, obviously, he wanted to be able to have that control and be able to say, like, this is yeah. for real. Because, like, I've grown up with that bullshit, hearing, like, all, like, hearing the whispers, hearing the, oh, the, in, like, all the shit. And I'm just like, if you have a question, just motherfucking ask. It's just a simple, are you gay? Are you are you gay? Is that like is that like accepted in Nigerian culture? No. <laughs> oh my god, there's so fucking laws in Nigeria that will like either put you in jail or will unalive you. So it's Damn. just like so it's fucking crazy. Oh, what about like your family? Oh my family. How they feel about it? I mean, I told pretty much at this point with my family, it's like either you're okay with it or you're not. Because obviously I'm I don't We got another call. Oops. Hold that. Fresh podcast. Who is this and where you calling from? Hi, this is the podcast. <laughs> yeah. My name is Loretta B. Clementine, and I am calling from the foothills of Kentucky. You say your name is Loretta B. What? Clementine. Clementine. Oh, uh, where's where's that last name ori- uh, originally from? Or, or, or uh, origin from Clementine? I ain't never heard. It that originally. It originally originated from um, my 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 cousin and my pappy, cause they got together and <laughs> you know, they made us. So we just you know Clem and then Tyne. So oh, shit. now we Clementine. Damn. Oh, so oh, so you you inbred. Well, we don't think of it like that. We like to think of it like um like um Bordeaux. You know, like a what? Or you just like a burgoo? I, I don't even know what that. What's a burgoo? Do you let us know about that, baby? Yeah, what is that? A burgoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A burgoo's a big old pot of soup where you just throw a little bit of everything in it, whatever you got. Oh, a little shit. bit of clam, a little bit of thyme, some corn. You know, you got it. Mix it up. We don't judge. We just love. Damn. So, are you or anybody in your family like a cyclops? And is it true because they say that inbred people are are slower and stuff and like look weird. Well, there was that one time that Otis signed up for the marathon and he he's still out there somewhere. So I guess that yeah, we're a little slow. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, damn! Oh well, hopefully Otis can come back and return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, wait, yeah, is that what I think that's what she meant? But uh, as far as the one eye, I mean. I've seen a snake eye or two in my time. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, shit. The one-eyed snake. <laughs> now, <laughs> did, did this one-eyed snake share the same bloodline as you? Listen, <gasps> where I come from, we all share something. <laughs> I will say this is the first call that we've ever had like this. <laughs> Steve's face, his mouth is just dropped. <laughs> Ooh, I like that, Steve. How how wide open is it? Can I, <laughs> you know, oh can I get God. in there? Ooh, you little freaky, huh? <laughs> well, we get lonely down here in these hollers. Oh, you said you said you in the foothills of Kentucky. Where? Because I'm actually from Kentucky. We're in the foot, but I ain't from. I'm from the city. I'm from Louisville. So where in the foothills is you located? Well, as far as the rest of Kentucky's concerned, Louisville is not part of Kentucky. <laughs> why, um, why is that? I've never well, heard of Well, you know, 
if you ever want to come visit, you just you go down that mountaintop, you know, and you're going to take a left down where the original KFC was. <laughs> but don't stop when you see the bridge. You got to go over the bridge. It's real rickety. Then you take another left. You take one more left. You're going to see a big old pine tree that's been half broken. And then right behind that, you'll find my tent, and I'll be waiting for you, baby. You in a tent? Why are you in a tent? We don't judge. Huh? We don't judge. You know what? You heard about all that flooding and stuff. Where are we supposed to stay down here? Oh, I see. I, oh, I, I didn't know that you was in the flood area. So, damn, you in a tent. Man. I wasn't, but I am now because all this free stuff's floating around. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the double wide washed away. God damn. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Sure did. Oh, double man. wide, that's fancy. I'm sorry, single wide. I, I, look, I don't know if y'all balling over there or not. So you're, you're single wide, you're single trailer. Okay, okay. So how if many- it ain't got wheels, it ain't worth it. Damn. So during the, during the cold, how are you able to stay warm in this tent? And how are you able to listen to the podcast in the tent? Well, I got me a big old satellite dish, and I just hooked it up there to uh, my neighbor, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's also my cousin. Okay. Uh, I just hooked it up to the top of his trailer, and, uh, you know, when it gets cold this winter, I was just hoping you'd come and visit. Okay, two things. How did Joe trailer wash away, but not the, not Tommy's, your neighbor? If y'all neighbors, how, what, what happened? His was, like, reinforced or something? Mm-hmm. Or he got some money and got a new one? No, some people can get up on that hill. Some of us can't. Ah, dig it, dig it. Okay, okay. And then, so, man, look here, baby. I can't be coming to your your um, tent. I need to be in a real home. And then You, you and then, can't rough it for a little bit? Nah, nah, nah. Not not in the wintertime, not in no tent. And where you be taking baths at? I need to brush my teeth and all that. What's the bath? Oh, y'all really ain't coming over. What are you talking about? Ooh, I know you lying. Come on, girl. If you don't know what a bath is, then I'm sure I'm sure it's them, I'm sure that like that little pussy is that little oh. that, cyc- that little inbred cyclops pussy ain't smelling too good. <laughs> she said that they no baths. Do y'all have a shower at least, like an outdoor shower? That I just told you about the flood. I had a bath. <laughs> Oh, you got jokes. Okay, I like you. I like you. You funny. Oh, my God. Loretta, right? Loretta B. Clementine. Hey, Loretta, yeah. Yeah, I was on a, yeah Clementine, because some of them was Clems, and then the other ones was Times. Time. That's what she said. They combined the, the, the two names and shit. Okay, so how much? From the foothills and hollers of southeastern Kentucky. Yes, sir. How much education do you have, and how many teeths are you missing? Well, they're about the same. <laughs> What's that? What, three. What? Three years of education. Third grade. Oh, and three teeth. Third grade and three teeth. Three teeth still in there. Sometimes I whistle when I talk. Oh. Damn. Okay. That's crazy. Third grade education. Okay. Well, I guess it seemed like you might know how to read. and well, I mean, we're, I don't know. Shit. Third grade, they were teaching to read? Yes. Yeah. I learned to read like first grade. Yeah, because I had assignments. That's what Yeah. There ain't nothing to read out here in the woods. I know my numbers. I know a stop sign. Uh-huh. Have you thought about getting an e-book? She, ain't, she can't Have I thought about 
getting ebook, you know, the electronic ebooks, like little books, so you can get a whole bunch, but without having to go buy a bunch of books. She'll have to go to a neighbor's house to like charge up a device to and even. That's fine. It's like getting sugar. It's like getting sugar, asking your neighbor for sugar, just that we ask <laughs> for power. Um, and that's I'm gonna ask you for some sugar. You keep talking nice to me. Oh shit, ma'am. Come here, give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> Miss Ma'am, are you trying to shoot your shot at me? Mm-hmm. I saw you in that little shirt. Oh. Oh, what shirt did you see him? What shirt did you see me in? It, it looked more like a fishnet, you a, know? A fish like you could just scoop it into the water and get you some minutes. Girl, are you looking at my IG? Is that what you're looking at? <laughs> Were you looking at my IG? I don't know what them letters mean, but yes, that's what I did. <laughs> you look at my Instagram <laughs> Hey, you like my, you saw one of my pictures. You funny. Ooh, you like the fishnet. Which one with the fishnet? I have a lot. <laughs> well, you was on this like red carpet kind of deal, and you had your little woman with you, and and, and I could just see every little ripple in your chest. And I thought, man, he's smooth like butter. I gotta call this one. <laughs> Oh yes. shit! Damn. I can turn. Yeah. She's talking about talking about this. Oh shit, <laughs> man. On this podcast, we get the the most randomest calls, man. Damn, that's what's up. You know what? Thank you for that. Cause I really thought about that outfit in the last fifteen minutes before going out. So I appreciate that. It was far. <laughs> I liked it a whole lot. And I'm so glad that I got to talk to my favorite people on 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 this uh, station here. And uh, I hope all the people out there listening really tune in. And um, I hope they go look at that picture because, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I got to turn in some butter. He's turning. She said, you turn in butter. Is <laughs> I turn butter? Oh, all child. right, Taylor. Well, uh, if you ever need me. Just send me a smoke signal down here in Kentucky. This uh, is Loretta B. Clementine signing out. Well, thank you, Loretta. And don't be a stranger. I'm pretty sure the listeners would love to hear from you again and <laughs> and everything, your history and whatever you're going through, what you, whatever you have to say. Please call back and let me be here when that happens because you <laughs> have been a treat. Anytime, Mr. Brown Butter, anytime. Brown Butter. Oh, That's shit. New. That's new. I like that. I like that one. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you so much, Loretta. And you be warm in your tent tonight. All right. Bye, y'all. All right. Bye, darling. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. That took me the fuck out. Oh, shit. Oh, but so what I do, like I post it on my story. Yeah, yeah. And then whoever the fuck sees it, sees it. And then I tagged you. So I guess that's how they look at us. <laughs> that shit was hella funny, but oh my god! Oh man, I have, that 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 really made my day. Thank you. I, that that was funny. thank you. Please, if anyone wants to call in and and go through my IG, that go, please feel free. It, that's why it's um public. Yeah, I'll put it in the description too uh, when I do the little shit. But no, you were asking me questions about about, like, about Tevin Campbell, like Kevin Te- and, no. and, and and then um about your family and uh, accepting being gay. Oh, absolutely. So. Number one thing is that I made sure at this point, it's like, I'm in my 30s. So it's just like either you're okay with it or you have a lot of unpacking to them do because 
you can't say you are Christian and have all the Christian love, and then you got problems with somebody because of who they want to be with. Right. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. Honestly, Christianity itself doesn't really make sense to me because I'm just like, if you're really against, you know, post-colonialism, you wouldn't be Christian or Catholic. So that's why I'm like, uh. But each their own. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a belief system, but I do believe in, like, if you have an issue with somebody who you don't know, you don't know who this person is, you just have a problem with just one little thing, Right, baby, that is you. You have yeah. some growing to do. They have no growth. I just see a little like little withered ass tree just trying to grow and shit. But right now, you need to be a little like a grown out oak tree and just grow, baby. Um, but yeah, like my family, like you know, my sisters and I got and really blessed my sisters though because like they have been like just supportive. Like especially my eldest sister, she's been really be like she's really been. Um, a support system for me, and I've been a support system for her as well. Uh-huh. Um, and it's funny because, like, things always come in three for me. I know it's, like, kind of random to kind of jump from this. Um, and, you know, and I, I, like, really thought about it. Like, you know, I'm Nigerian. I was born in Belgium. And then, like, I'm a U.S. state. So it's, like, that's already, like, three things with me. And then, like, with my sister, it's three things. Always great things happen or bad things happen. Um, but the point is, like, you know, my family has been really understanding and they've also been growing, too, because they know it's like a lot of it is just bullshit in terms of like homosexual or like being homophobic and homosexuality and everything about that comes with it. Um, because at the end of the day, it doesn't take away the value that you've learned and it doesn't take away the person who you are. So you being upset about this little thing, about this this thing that had literally nothing to do with you, it makes my ass itch. It's just like you being racist and all that shit. There has been some moments where I had to like guide my sisters into like realizing, hey, um, you sound like the white people who say like, oh, I have that black friend. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, and when I had to use that analogy on one of my sisters, my sister, like my other sister was just laughing about it because I'm just like, I re- it's really that intersectionality. It's, it's really fucking crazy because I'm dealing with racist white people like you know from time to time but i'm also dealing with like homophobic people and it's like and it'd be within your own community and then and these people are the same people who are saying that homosexuals are destroying family but they'll still have like four to five baby mamas and have no intention of fucking marrying them and they say like that's ruining like the black home like black family home and i'm over here like no it's (laughs) just you baby Fucking around with too many women. <laughs> so that's why. So that's what I'm saying. So, and it's just crazy. It's crazy when you when you see that, like, the intersectionality and the fact that people aren't able to see intersectionality unless you actually have to explain to them. And even then, they still don't get it sometimes. So it's, it's interesting. But, like, in terms of, like, homosexuality in Nigerian culture, I mean, yeah, are there LGBT Nigerians out there? Absolutely, yes. Um, is it time to break to ignore the religious like backlash from it? Absolutely, because it doesn't again take away from the person's value what they've like what value that they've grown up with. Like, do they want to have family? Do you want to have family? Yeah. Do I want kids? Absolutely. Do I want to like have my own kids? Yes. But do I want to adopt? Yeah, th- yeah, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I think that's where that fear comes from in homosexuality is uh-huh. the I the idea that they're not they don't want to have kids or they don't want to have a family or don't, or a new or a strong family and that is so beyond the case because i've met gay christians and i'm just like baby how can you do it because i can't do it um i can't just because there's some churches that are not okay with it right and then and 
And it's ironic because these are the same churches that will like so say the like, oh, love thy neighbor, but you don't love you don't love your gay neighbor. And it'd be the same churches where motherfuckers be getting high and stealing and fucking other people's wives and shit and stealing. That's what I'm and yeah, saying. Man, they all fuck. That's why I'm gonna be fucking with like churches like that. And I guess <clears throat> over like almost close like the last year, I'm finding that I'm like more of like a little spiritual person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like to go to temples. Like when I go to Thailand, I'm always going to the temples and like meditating and talking to the monks. There's a temple in North Hollywood I used to go to. I'm about to start hitting up some more. And just go up there, and I just like to, I just go breathe, meditate, ease my mind, and, mm-hmm. and dip out. I don't be like praying to the Buddha, or whatever. This one chick was like, any Buddha you can like meditate or two. So I was like, what about this picture? And I showed her. She's like, yeah. So sometimes you know I go and kind of meditate in front of that little picture or whatever. But mm. yeah, yeah. But them little fucking religions ain't shit, man. I don't be fucking with all that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like religion itself, absolutely. Again, everyone should have. A belief system whether you don't believe or whether you do believe uh-huh. that's up to you do i believe in organized religions that exist absolutely not right. as these republicans be going be literally not even a crack of the ads i don't even know what they're doing anymore they Man. just don't make no sense like they i'm 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 just like this is exactly what i mean like separation of church and state and then it's so funny most of these republicans are saying like oh like our founding fathers are very religious people. When I tell you, I, it took me five seconds to Google that shit and was like, that's completely opposite and lies and shit. And it's just ridiculous. And I'm, and, but anyway, go, moving on and all that shit, because I don't want to talk about all that. Yeah, yeah. But there oh, is, okay. there is something I do want to talk about, because, go ahead. Because we got like, what's up? Let me see something. Because I got to, yeah, I dip out soon. Well, no, I got to sign up. I got to be at the little spot to sign up. Oh, right. And like, 6.30. And I thought the place was in Hollywood, but it's like 25 minutes away. Ooh! But, I mean, that ain't shit, though. You That's know what I'm saying? That's fact, though. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but I will say this, though. There are some people who should not have a podcast, and the number one person that I that I didn't need to put out there because this motherfucker popped up out of nowhere. Some of the Andrew Tate guy? This motherfucker! I was just like... <laughs> I know too much about this man, and I didn't even have to look it up. TikTok does a very excellent job. Y'all do a good job being <laughs> FBI agents because y'all be re- y'all have pulled out so many pull- damn receipts on this man that y'all got him banned off Facebook and what Insta- Instagram. Yes, ain't it? I recently heard about him like last week, and I was looking up some little TikTok videos, and I said he was like talking. He was like just talking shit or whatever, but I. I didn't feel like really watching to see what the fuck he was about, but I've been seeing he's been pissing a lot of people off and shit and being banned from places or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, I got to find I'm, out more. This man, I'm over here thinking to myself, it's fine to be controversy, but this man actively says that he doesn't want consensual, like, anything from women. And I'm just looking to myself. I'm like, I I for you all. I, you are, ah, really? Yeah. And I'm just like, listen, listen, listen. And these are like, and they're Kids, young boys who are listening to this man, and they're like, a lot of them are actually tuning into what he's saying. And I'm just like, there's a lot of people. Like he had a lot of like motherfuckers following him. And I'm just like, to all the to all the young boys and also men who are unfortunately a fan of him, um, please unpack your shit. Why don't no, you like him? He a misogynistic asshole. I don't oh, fuck okay. with that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't fuck with misogynistic dumbasses who's who's perpetuating like not like what. Unconsensual, like sexual, unconsensual sex. I'm like, and going after young girls. Oh, okay. You know, going after young women. Baby, unpack your shit. Cause like, I know you bald right now. I get it. You lost your hair. And then you're trying to say like, you can grow that shit back at any time. Baby, we all saw the picture beforehand. You cannot grow that hair back. Um, <laughs> but that's the only thing I have to say about like, 
people like him. He's like the one dude that I'm just like, yeah, we need to like set like a like a little standard to have a podcast. Because the video I saw, he was on a podcast with some chicks, and he was telling the story that he had smashed some little chick, and then he got a he got a call from another chick, uh-huh. and then he left, and he was gone all night, and then he was like, when, uh, he's like, I fucked her, and then he's like, I was driving, I took a picture. He's like, but I didn't post it. Then he's like, I posted it on my story. Then I saw she saw it when I was like on my way back, letting her know I was getting it, uh, in the streets getting this money. He was like, when I come back, she's bitching and shit. He's like, I already had like ten thousand. He said it was like ten to twenty thousand of his own money. He said I just threw it on the bed and was like, I was at her getting money. She was like, oh shit, you got this amount of money in that couple hours. He was like, yeah. But he was like, I was actually fucking another bitch. Then he was like, he's like, count this money, bitch, while I take a shower. Then he's like, then I fucked her and some other little shit. I was like, damn. First of all, to the woman who. Actively like fuck that man. I am so sorry, baby. <laughs> baby, I'm so sorry. Do better. Right. Do better. Um, because any guy that does that type of shit where he's like calling you bitch, calling you this, throwing money at you like that, I mean, do you really think that's not that's not and that's not the type of man that you want to be with. That's the complete opposite right. of like who you want to be. You want to be with somebody who respects you at the end of the day. If you want him to be a little bit more like assertive. Then you better speak your mind, but you still have to communicate. And I feel like, you know, with this type of person, you're just degrading yourself. So just don't, baby, do, all, to all the women out there, do better. If you have, if you're dating a guy like Andrew Tate or any men like that, baby, it's okay to be <laughs> single. That's it. Hell yeah. That's all. All right. So as always, if you have a dream, you have a goal, I want you to achieve it. I want you to go for it. Don't listen to those motherfuckers that say it'll never work. It's either they didn't try it or they did and they failed and didn't go back to it. So don't fucking listen to a loser. I'm sending fresh vibes, good health, good wealth, all positive things in life that y'all want. I hope that y'all get that. And I only give that to the ones who are genuine and who want the same for me. So if you don't feel the same way, bitch, I'm not fucking talking to your ass. Facts. I want y'all to be safe out here. You know, with all these sicknesses and shit, the monkeypox, the the Rona, fucking. Ooh, let me uh, talk. About, can we talk about the monkeypox real quick? We got time. Yeah, about go that? ahead. Get your vaccine. Do whatever you need uh, to. I haven't got the. I ain't got that one. No, because yeah. there's one. Have you seen this one dude on TikTok who's like going to McDonald's? Yeah, I've seen his ugly. No, nah, tell he, me why. He's was, in L.A. I know. <laughs> I, that made me want to leave L.A. so fast. I'm like, this motherfucker really went to McDonald's. And when he got clowned, he still went to Burger King. I'm like, right. Oh, Burger King does deliver. They have an app. They deliver. But he was saying he didn't have a, uh, money for that shit. So I guess he had so no I, choice but to drive. He, get, he couldn't pay for, like, DoorDash and no shit. I don't give a fuck. Go sign up for EBT then. <laughs> they don't. They deliver EBT? No, but they give you they give you a car. They can go. You can go get some food, and you but can, you can you can use that for Postmates and DoorDash and shit. I don't know about that. Yeah, but I'm just saying like you don't have to use it for like you don't have to use it like that. But you can just call into the store and just be like, hey, I need to get like grocery. How do I sign up for that? Because I have monkeypox. Yeah. Um, you know, be considerate, y'all. Like y'all thought COVID was bad. I'm sorry. Do y'all want to be scarred the fuck up with this fucking thing? Because I don't want it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want it that's why I'm getting my I'm getting my vaccination eight like, this week. Is it one or two? Two. Okay. So it's like, just be prepared for the two doses. Yeah. But um, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear none of y'all saying like, oh, it's fake. It's not real. It's not real. Bitch, that looks real. Those swords Man. look real. Yeah. I'm black as fuck. If I get those shit, I'm going to get, it's called hyperpigmentation. I ain't fucking with that shit. That's crazy. And, it hurt, and apparently it hurts everywhere. So it's just like, big vibes, please keep your mask on. 
Yeah. Um, keep six feet apart if possible. And if you see someone monkey pox, you better run the opposite way. Cause baby, you don't want to get this shit. Hell yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. All the good health, good wealth. I want all the positive things for y'all to happen. Be safe out here with all the, all the other diseases and shit, chlamydia, motherfucking herpes and shit. And then just be safe, man. Motherfuckers be robbing and shooting and all that. But uh, honestly, I want y'all to be happy. Mm. And I want y'all to feel loved. I want y'all to give love. And yeah, man, I want y'all to be happy. Oh, and if your mental health ain't all right, go get you uh, some fucking help. Amen. For everybody out there that be lying on me, talking shit, making up rumors, allegations, you want to see me do bad, you do things to plot to take me down, I just want to say, fuck you, eat a dick, die slow, bitch. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Mm, hell yeah. I feel that way. Oh, yeah, and I want y'all to follow y'all dreams, whatever it might be. Just please make sure it's something realistic, man. Sometimes you shouldn't be shooting for the stars. Like, sometimes you shouldn't. No, no, for real. Yeah, know your limits. Mm -hmm. But follow your dreams and be happy. I'm finna go follow my dream, do some stand-up. Hopefully there's a nice crowd of people there or whatever the fuck, and Mm -hmm. it goes smoothly, Mm -hmm. and I'll put that shit online. But, yeah, man, it's the Fresh Podcast, and we out this bitch. And hopefully y'all hear from me sooner than later. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.